Ottawa at Work with Leslie Roberts on News Talk 580 CFRA. Hey, if your boss told you go out and get a vaccination or else you can't work here, would you have the right to say no? That's the bottom line question. It's an, an election issue already. I don't know if you heard yesterday, but uh, the conservative leader, Aaron O'Toole, said his, his government would require testing for federal employees as well as air travelers, but not mandatory vaccinations, which, as you know, the Trudeau government has said, if you're going to work for Ottawa as a federal employee, you need to be vaccinated. And that whole travel for a mandatory vaccination as well is also very much on the front burner. So let's take it back to work here. Let's bring in Lior Samfuru, employment lawyer, partner at Samfuru to Markin LLP. Lior, thanks for your time. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Is there a difference how this is going to play out between the federal government and another workplace? It absolutely is, because keep in mind, this uh, mandate is something that the government has issued, and it's something that can only be issued by a government, whether it's federal or provincial. Uh, An employer, whatever the industry is, can't decide on their own that we're going to make mandatory vaccines in our workplace. They have to have the cover, the protection of either legislation or a government mandate. So the federal government has decided that for employees working for the government, uh, crown corporations, as well as those in the travel industry uh, that, are, that is federally regulated, they're going to have to have vaccines uh, in order to continue working. And I think there's going to be a temptation for employers in other industries to say, oh, wait a second, if it's good enough there, then surely we can implement this where we are. That's where I say, well, not so fast, because in other industries, at least at this point, it's not appropriate to mandate vaccines. Do you anticipate a challenge in the courts to this? I absolutely think there's going to be multiple challenges. First of all, I I already said that uh, employers are not allowed to mandate vaccines unless the government has done so. Well, despite this, a lot of employers are doing that. And at some point, that's going to actually be heard by our courts or human rights tribunals, so that there's going to be those issues. But even mandates imposed by the government, those could be challenged potentially based on human rights laws, constitutional basis. So I think there's going to be some challenges there, not to mention we do have uh, an election presumably coming up in the fall, which, depending on the results of that, may change what ends up happening with this vaccine mandate. All right, so let's talk about my analogy here. When they decided you can no longer smoke in public places, smokers were outraged, but we saw it as the greater good of public health. So if you, for example, want to work for a federal government in a federal government role at, in the workplace, uh, if you smoke, you got to go outside. So the, you, basically they said, we don't want smokers in our building, and so they had the option. So isn't, are we not saying the same thing here? If you don't want to follow the rules according to the federal government, then you just got to get, get another job elsewhere? We are saying that, except we have to keep in mind that there is a distinction between those scenarios because when it comes to these vaccines, what we're telling people, which is fairly you know, uh, extreme, I guess, in some situations, is you have to undergo a medical procedure, in fact, a, a brand new medical procedure, in order to continue working. Obviously, with smokers, we said, well, we just don't want you to engage in this behavior that, that can hurt others. So there's that distinction. And, and as well as human rights laws don't really get infringed by a smoking ban, they arguably get infringed by mandating a vaccine. So there's that distinction, but ultimately the, the, what the governments are trying to do is make the same type of a scenario. If you want to continue working, you have to have these criteria met. And one of them is you have to have the vaccine shot or, or to be fully vaccinated. And until and unless that ma- mandate is challenged, the reality is going to be for those employees that refuse to be vaccinated, 
unless they have a medical exemption, and uh, we've already heard that there's going to be an allowance there for medical exemptions, but unless you have that exemption, you're going to be out of a job, but it also is worse than that. Not only are you going to be out of a job, in losing that job, you will not get any compensation, any severance. And for some people, having worked for a company for many years, that could have otherwise been a significant amount of severance. Well, they, you got them over a barrel right there. So, But couldn't you fight that and say, if you're going to fire me, you got to pay me out? Well, the reason why it's not going to be possible here is because it's not the employer's decision. The employer is not saying, we've decided to let you go. The, employer, the employer's hands are tied. They can say, well, we personally don't even care if you're vaccinated or not, but we're simply not allowed by law now to have you here mm. unless you're vaccinated. So it's not our decision. It's not our fault that you're losing your job. And because of that, we don't have to pay you anything. The legal term for this is a frustration of contract. In other words, our employment relationship has become frustrated, has been become impossible to continue. And because of that, not your fault, not my fault, but and as an employer, I don't have to pay severance. So is the compromise here allow them to work from home? They don't want to get vaccinated? Well, certainly for those employees that can work from home, that's the easy compromise. And in fact, I'm sure that's going to be something that uh, governments, whether it's federal and provincial, that implement mandates are going to say, if you can allow someone to work from home, you can and you should do that. But of course, that's not going to be possible for many employees and across many sectors. So in those situations, employees are going to ultimately have to choose between getting the vaccine or not getting it, losing their job, losing compensation, not qualifying for any government benefits, and then, of course, having a very hard time becoming reemployed afterwards. How long would the civil rights case take to go through the courts? I mean, these people lose their jobs, and they're on the sidelines waiting for those results. The reality is it's a long process because you can be in front of a judge very quickly, you know, within a few months, but that's going to get appealed and appealed again. It's going to have to come to the Supreme Court of Canada. And when it comes to that, that takes time, potentially two or three years. So I don't know that the legal challenge is the answer here, unfortunately. I'm guessing uh, being in a government town, uh, you're probably going to be very busy going going into the fall with that question and employees calling you. It's already been happening. It's probably been the main issue over the past couple of months, these types of questions. But I do I'll go back to my initial point that I am going to give some very significant caution here for employers that are not covered by a government mandate that are eager to impose these mandatory vaccines. At this point, my view certainly is that that is not legal. So be very careful there. Absolutely. There's a big distinction there between the government and the mandatory policy that's rolled out. One's an employer. One is overseeing every every jurisdiction. In this particular case, it's just the federal government employees. And so far, they're saying the travel sector, correct? That's exactly right, what it is, and, and that could get expanded at some point. But for now, uh, we, we don't know, but it cannot go, and employers cannot go beyond what the government has done. If the government says you're allowed to have employees that have not been vaccinated, to, to go yeah, over and above that is a potential legal violation. Okay. The rules of the so-called game have been spelled out well there. Thank you, Lior. I appreciate your insights. Thank you. Anytime. Lior Semfiru, employment lawyer, partner at Semfiru to Mark and LLP.